0: But this morning, if I if I was going to call the message something, I'm going to call it the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, come on, the power of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to talk a little bit about um, some of the ways that Holy Spirit displays and and, and demonstrates His power. You know, one thing I, I just just I want to start out by saying this: Holy Spirit is not an it. I was reading something on social media last night, and they were like, "You know, Holy Spirit, like, like it's it, it." No, Holy Spirit is not an it. He is a person. Holy Ghost. Oh Jesus. So one of the ways that we we see the Holy Spirit demonstrated, it's in creation. It's in everything that 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 we see. You know, I was watching a, a video, and I don't understand this or how it works, but. You, you can see where the ocean lines, where I guess it's a, the, the Atlantic and, and the Pacific, I don't know what it is, but they meet. And when those oceans meet, they don't mix. Like there's a, there's a fine line, and you can see the definition. That's God. Like only God can do that. Like you, you just cannot, there's no science... I mean, I'm sure they'll, they'll try to create one, but only God can do that. The stars, the sky, the, the creation. That's the Holy Spirit displaying who He is. And creation. Have you ever been to the Grand Canyon? And just stood. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's breathtaking. Breathtaking. That's God. Another way we see the Holy Spirit um, demonstrate, it's in the resurrection. It's the power. It's it's the power. So, Holy Spirit demonstrates who He is in the power and the glory. The same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells inside of you and I. And you know, we say that and we know that to be true. But sometimes we just have a hard time identifying with that reality. On earth as it is in heaven. Amen. The resurrection power. The other way that we see the Holy Spirit demonstrate who he is, it's in our testimony. Listen, every single I say this often, every one of you has a testimony in this place. Every one of you has a testimony. It may not look like mine, but you got one. And when you begin to share your, t- like, well, I'm not a pastor. I'm not, well, No, you are a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And every time you talk, you speak about the goodness that Jesus has done in your life. Your testimony will set people free. I'm telling you, that's the Lord demonstrating. That's, that's the Holy Spirit demonstrating who he is through your testimony. See, you can go into a place and you can be telling, you can begin to share your story and people will be impacted and saved and set free because of what Jesus has done in your life. The other way is through his grace. His grace. Let's turn uh, in Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and empty. The darkness covered The deep waters and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. I want you to picture that in the spirit. Whoa. Pocket here. Jesus. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And the evening passed and the morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be space between the waters to separate the waters of heaven from the waters of the earth. Come on, listen. The power of God stops the oceans From going farther than what it goes. The beach is there, (laughs) the sand is there. It's like that water knows it has no authority to go any further than what God allows it. That's, blows my mind. That's the power of God, that all things are subjected to the King of Kings. It says that he separated the waters from the earth and the waters of heaven. God called this space sky. And the evening passed and the morning came, marking the second day. Listen, one of the ways that the Lord, I talked about resurrection. One of the ways the Lord brings resurrection, it's not just resurrection and the things like of, of, of we see the dead being raised, but resurrection comes even in our lives. In our families, in our marriages, in our vision—how we see in the walk with the Lord—sometimes we can be in church and be dead. Listen, I went to church many, many years, and I sat in the pews, and I was just there like a zombie, waiting to find out what we were going to go eat after the service. Some of y'all might be thinking right now. I, I, Man, what time is it? Man, worship went over an hour. I'm hungry. Right? True story, it happens. But the power, the resurrection power that we carry to speak life, to speak life to our family members. Ephesians 1.20 reads this. Um, that the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead is seated in him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler, authority, or power, or leader, or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him the head over all things for the benefit of the church. Acts 5 reads this. But Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than any human authority. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead after you killed him by hanging him on a cross. Then God put him in the place of honor at his right hand as a prince and savior. He did this so the people of Israel would repent of their sins and be forgiven. I'm just giving you some scriptures. 1 Peter 3.18 reads this, Christ suffered for our sins once and for all time. He never sinned, but died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. So he went and preached to the spirit, spirits in prison. Those who disobeyed God long ago, when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat, only eight people were saved from the drowning in that terrible flood. And that water is a picture of the baptism. Which now saves you. Not by removing dirt from your body. But as a response to God from a clean conscience. It is effective because it is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now Christ has gone to heaven. And he is seated in the place of honor next to God. And all the angels in authority... And the powers accept His authority. See, I believe today we're going to see some baptism of the Holy Ghost. See, we, maybe we've been baptized in the water, but I'm talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. Maybe I've never been baptized. Maybe you might say, maybe you're watching, I've never been baptized. I don't know what y'all, I've never prayed in tongues. That's okay. But today could be your day. And if it's not, that's okay too. But we're going to pray that today you'll be baptized in fire and in power. Fire and power. Oh, man. Romans eight eleven says, The Spirit of God... Well, I read that one already. I'm not going to go back. Sorry about that. Forgive me. Thank you. <laughs> Um Acts one, and I'm gonna read four to eight. Holy oh, Ghost, thank you, Lord. Man, I could feel I could feel like the trembling. Ugh, my hand. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Acts one, we're gonna read four to eight. Once he was getting well, I'm sorry. Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them. Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, now these are red letters, okay? As I told you before, John baptized you with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now listen, Jesus is saying something here. I'm going to go back. He says, do not leave Jerusalem. Sometimes you have to kind of hang out a little bit. You gotta wait a little bit. Sometimes you might have to be past 1230 <laughs> to receive what God has for you. It may be past two o'clock. <laughs> He's saying, wait. And do not leave Jerusalem until, he says, until the Father sends you the gift. He says, until the Father sends you the gift that he promised. Listen, it is promised to you and I. It's promised. He says, As I told you before, John baptized you with water. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Shaka, bam, Holy Ghost. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has a time come for you to free Israel and restore the kingdom? What is that? That's hunger. Is that, you know when you're a child, and you're like, hey, we're going to go to Disneyland or wherever. Are we there yet? Are we there? Mom, are we there yet? But the disciples are like, is it time? Is it time? Hunger. And they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel, to restore the kingdom? He replied, the Father only, alone has the authority to set those dates and times. And they are not for you to know. But you will receive power. Come on, let's say that again. Can we say that? But ye will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. See, some of us, we need that fire again. You know, Holy Ghost said, <laughs> we need an awakening. Yeah. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And then it says, and you will be my witness. Oh this is, it. yeah, witnesses, is. Yeah. You will be my witnesses, this is, is. Yeah. I'm doing that on purpose. And this is this is this is, this is, this is. <laughs> telling the people about me everywhere in Ohio, in Michigan, in Texas, in New York, in America, in this world, in Jerusalem. See there's something. When you're little, when you're on fire, listen. Okay, let's just think in the natural. Man, I feel the fire. Oh, okay. If if I if I bring one of you up here right now, this disclaimer: this will never happen here, but for the camera. <laughs> but if I were to bring somebody up here, just <laughs> light you on fire. You're not gonna stand there. Oh, this is hot. Oh, it's a little warm. You're going to be like, oh, hey, whoa, stop, drop, and roll, right? You can run around the building. I'm on fire. But in the spirit, when the fire of the Holy Ghost comes upon you, that's what's happening. There's a fire that comes upon you that cannot be contained. There's a fire. Come on. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. fire. Oh, I want y'all to get this. And you will be the witnesses telling people about me everywhere you go. To the end of the earth. The fire is what allows you to live a life revived. We talk about revival, but we want to live a life revived. You can't live a life revived if you don't have the fire, and you can't have the fire if you don't have the Holy Ghost. Remember when I was a, a young boy, they put me on the joy bus. <laughs> At that time, I didn't like the joy bus, but they would make us sing these songs. Until this day, I remember it. I'm going to sing a little bit of one. Y'all might know it. It's a bubbling. It's a bubbling. It's a bubbling in my soul. I'm singing and shouting because Jesus. Y'all don't know it? Oh, come on. All right. Y'all left me hanging. But in that, the bubbling, there's something happens. Something happens. When you've been touched by the fire of God. You can get something that's that's hot on fire, and you dig that, you you stick that thing in some water, there's a bubbling that starts. How many of y'all want to be bubbling for Jesus? Holy Ghost. Come on. Listen, I'm, I'm not I'm not talking about just doing church, guys. You know how I feel about that. I love church, man. We need to be in the church. There's a dying generation out there that need to hear the gospel. They need to see the power, the signs, the wonders, the glory, the presence of the Lord. And that can only come with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Oh, fresh winds come, God. <laughs> oh Lord, why? 2 Timothy 1 through 7. I'm um, um, chapter 1. I'm going to start at verse 12. I'm sorry. I'm going to start at verse 7. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is inside you. The laying on of hands, you got to begin to stir up the fire inside of you. It's been too long. Some of us, it's been too long. You guys have been great church members, but you've been ineffective kingdom dwellers. Listen, this is not a condemnation, this is saying. You got to begin to stir up those gifts inside of you. And how do you do it? You go and you reach, you lay hands on as the Lord leads. Laying on of the hands. Spreading the good news. It says laying on of hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Not ashamed of the gospel. Therefore, do not be ashamed. Of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. But share with me the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. You have a holy calling. Man. You mean you got power of the Holy Ghost and you have a holy calling? That's a recipe for revival. Man, not according to the works, but according to his own purposes and grace, which is given to us in Jesus Christ before time began. We have to know who we are in Christ. We have our inheritance through Jesus. Power, love, and soul, mind. Knowing God's love for humanity. Gives you the peace in knowing the sound mind. That all of heaven is for you. And knowing this gives us the confidence and the boldness to walk in the authority to be trailblazers in the kingdom of God. See, we're talking about being set ablaze. See, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't have a long message, but I believe we're going to do an activation in just a few moments. Acts 2 says this. On that day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Right? On June 5th, all the believers came and they gathered in one place. And suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like a roaring of a mighty windstrom windstorm. see there was a, there was a sound that got released this morning, and I began to see Apostle Alice, and I saw Sister Carol over there, and they had these the staffs, and they were There was a sound that was happening this morning. Then, it says, like a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they had heard the loud noise, everyone came running. And they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by other believers. They were completely amazed. How can this be? They exclaimed. These people are all gent- are, are from Galilee. And yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. Here we are. The Corinthians, the Medes, the Alamites, the people from Mesopotamia, uh, Judea. Yeah, Capos, Capodiceo. Thank you for the correction there. I appreciate that. Pontus. And the providence of Asia, Pamphylia. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna chop all these up. If I call it wrong, that, that who cares? We can go read it later. Libya and serene and visitors of Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, uh, the Christian. Oh gosh, Lord Jesus, and the Arabs, and all those who hear the people speaking their own languages. <laughs> About the wonderful things that God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. But others in the crowd ridiculed them, saying, They're just drunk. That's all. Peter preaches to the crowd and he says, Then Peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming at 9 o'clock in the morning. 9 o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see is what was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will... Prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in heaven above, the signs in the earth below, the blood and fire and the clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn to blood red before the great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So listen, this morning, I'm not going to do a show of hands. But I believe that if you've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost, I'm going to ask that you would come up in a minute because we're going to pray for you. But now I'm also going to extend the altar to everybody who just wants the fire. I wrote something on my Facebook and this morning it was like, listen, if you say you're hungry for God and you say you're on fire for God but you're watching church online, get off the couch. (laughs) Now listen, if you can't go because of medical, that's fine, that's different. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But if you can get, if you're watching right now, and you're on your couch when you could drive or you could be here, get off the couch. Because we gotta get hungry. So if you desire the fire, we're gonna get a little, we're gonna we're gonna do an activation this morning. We're gonna do an activation. I have a song we're gonna play, we're gonna lay hands on people, we're gonna release the fire. But if that's you, because see the gifts of the spirit, wisdom. Knowledge, faith, healing, working in miracles, discerning of the spirits, tongues, interpretations of tongues. All of that is inclusive in the fire. It's like you get it all. That's like the, the Bible's version of, but wait, there's more. You see what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute, I get to walk in the power? Yes, but wait, there's more. You get to raise the dead? Yes, but there's more. You get to heal the sick? Yes, but there's more. Always more. But it always starts with our yes, and it starts with hunger. Hunger will draw the wells of revival to us, and we will see the springs come up. Spring up, oh, wells! So now, let's put our notebooks down. If you want the fire, I want you to come up here. We're gonna make a line. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost, I want you to stand on this side, please, because we're gonna have a specific prayer. Can I get you to just turn the lights off? I'm gonna pray. We're gonna play a song. Get ready. Holy Ghost, Father, I thank you for those that are watching that want the fire. Those that are watching that want the fire, can you start that song for me? I want you to turn it loud for me, please. No. We're Come on. Listen, get ready. Come on. Turn it louder for me, please. Right there where you're at, just begin to receive. If you pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit. Oh, that I'm a second in a basso. Come on, Lord, I'm Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Lord, I'm more, God. Father, we thank you, God, for the awakening, God. For the fresh fire lord Jesus They were all gathered in one place I said they were all gathered in one place Come on here we go with one mind one accord one sound one cry I said Ora la one cry, one song, Come on push it saints Jesus. Wow, Father. Father, we thank you, God. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Do what all you could do. Hey. Come on.
1: Like a mighty rushing wind. He came in like a mighty rushing wind. He broke in like a mighty rushing wind. He broke in like a mighty rushing wind. He broke in like a mighty rushing away, He broke in like a mighty rushing wind. He broke in like a mighty rushing wind. He broke in like a mighty rushing wind. he broke in like a mighty. Oh, he broke in. I tell it Say. Lift your hands, say he broke in like a mighty rush. Oh, break in, Lord, break in, Lord, break in and break it off. Break in and break it off, say he broke in like a mighty rushing wind. 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 He broke in like a body rushing wet, he broke in like a body rushing wet, he broke like in like, yeah. like a body rushing, away. he broke in like a body rushing wet, he broke in like a body rushing.